0: you're listening to leveling up where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business it's time to power up your skills through life gamification with your host eric sue
1: all right everyone today i'd like to bring joseph rupina to the show. He's the founder and CEO at Milo, which I think the easiest way to think about this, Joseph, you can talk about this in a second to add a little more clarity, but I think it's the world's first crypto mortgage company. My friend and I, we were at this conference a couple of weeks ago, this Bitcoin conference. And I was just telling Joseph that the most interesting thing I saw at that conference was the Milo booth. So we're going to talk about that because I think it's really exciting. I think a lot of people are going to be doing this in the next couple of years. So Joseph, first and foremost, welcome to the show. How are you?
0: Yeah, fantastic. Thanks thanks for having me on the show. Happy to share more and tell the world what we're up to.
1: Let's start with kind of who you are first, and then, then let's talk about kind of what Milo
0: is all about. Yeah, of course. So my background has been predominantly in financial services. So I, I worked prior to this at Morgan Stanley, started my career at Goldman Sachs, and working with international clients from an asset management and wealth perspective, and really sort of seeing an opportunity to launch a company around being able to help people that I felt were very qualified to access credit in the U.S., but the established system wasn't really recognizing that for many, many factors and really got excited about doing that for international consumers in the beginning and really seeing that with what we're doing, we could expand it to, to many other consumers and, and now specifically individuals that have crypto. So,
1: Got it. And you guys just closed on a $6 million seed round, correct?
0: We closed that actually last year. Oh, last year. We got, got it. Some, uh, Yeah, And we've got some some exciting news around that uh, coming out shortly too. So,
1: Okay, cool. I'm sure there are a lot of people that listen to this that have crypto under like, Let's say for the sake of simplicity, let's say they have a million dollars in crypto. So how does this work exactly? Are we talking like same kind of Fannie Mae interest rates? Like what are we talking about here?
0: To really sort of keep it on a high level is that we're really not trying to compete with Fannie and Freddie, right? I think at, at, at Inception, right, for where we're starting right now, I think that individuals that can actually get those types of loans and are in our case selling their crypto to, to get down payments. I think they should absolutely do that. I think what we're really trying to solve for is for the individuals that have a lot of crypto and are unlikely to be able to qualify for a conventional loan or don't want to sell their crypto, don't want to you know lose out on the opportunity of basically it rising and having sold it a long time ago, making it probably the most expensive home purchase that they will ever make. So really, we're trying to you know, simplify that. So right now, an example of a transaction would be a million-dollar purchase that they want to make. We're going to require at least a million dollars of Bitcoin at inception. So basically, a one-to-one ratio on that of the loan amount and with that the consumer is going to be able to on a yearly basis decide whether he wants to pledge more crypto or remove some crypto and that will ultimately impact the rate that they're going to get but we're really trying to think about some of these pain points which is qualifying for a loan not having to sell their crypto not creating taxable events and, and really giving them a turnkey solution got it
1: and what kind of interest rates are we are we talking about here so let, let's i pledge we pledge one one I want to buy a million dollar home so how does that look
0: So right now, the the rates are going to be somewhere in the sevens for that one-to-one. If you go and and pledge more, that'll decrease depending on how much, right? Two-to-one, three-to-one. This is something that I really want to continue to, to lower those interest rates. But given what's happening in the world right now as well with rising rates and all these other things that are coming really through the course of the next 12 months, we're seeing quite a bit of rate volatility. However, what we're really trying to do is not really compete, like I mentioned against Fannie and Freddie, but we're really trying to think about the individuals of how they're actually seeing credit today, and that tends to be through these other crypto loans that are nine and ten percent interest rates for two to one, three to one ratios, you know origination fees rolling every year. We're really trying to give a longer duration product that even at its inception, is at a lower rate than than really what they would get somewhere else.
1: Yeah, I think the logic here makes sense, right? So if, and by the way, none of this is financial advice for anybody. So if you look at your crypto as an appreciating asset, let's use Bitcoin. So digital property, right? That's how the SEC looks at it, right? So it's going to be appreciating property. And so I mean, on that logic alone, even if you're paying 7%, it's going to keep and continue to appreciate. I'd say if you smooth it out over time, then it's still probably a net win, right? You, you don't want to sell an appreciating asset. Is that the right way to look at it? Am I missing something there? Absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I would add it's keeping two, hopefully appreciating assets, right? It's the real estate and the crypto, right? The opportunity to be able to get some leverage and, and really sort of build wealth through real estate, which historically has been one of the greatest you know, wealth-creating asset classes and really being able to, to do that and do that not with the complexity of trying to get a loan. I think that a lot of individuals, you rarely hear from someone, I had the greatest mortgage experience ever, right? No one talks that way. So I think that understanding that and really trying to solve for the pain points sometimes, just being able to qualify is a really big deal handsome right?
1: Recently, I was looking at getting a place in Miami Beach, and then we're going through the loan process. And then, I mean, that takes a while, right? So let's say from inception to getting money in
0: the bank, how long does that typically take? So with the loans that we were doing prior to launching this crypto mortgage, we were working with international clients. Last year, we had thousands of applications from over 63 countries of people that applied with us and really doing this digitally from anywhere in the world. So we've already been innovating a lot on the mortgage side and really through technology and everything else. And today, our loans, were usually closing them roughly around 30 days.
1: Wow, okay. Of the thousand people that applied, what percent actually got approved?
0: Of the people that actually paid for their appraisal and actually went through the application and had a purchase contract, about eighty percent of the individuals that got to that point through the application, we actually closed our loans. Got it. Pretty high percentage of the people that are getting qualified through our technology and our platform and then you know going through the process. I will say that on the thirty day time frame, really the delay is not on our side. It's primarily on being able to get appraisals which is fairly challenging in the US right now because of a shortage of appraisers. So that usually takes somewhere between 10 days to two weeks, that time frame, And if not, we'd be closing ones much faster. Got it.
1: Okay, and stupid question, do they need to move their crypto over to like a custodian or are they like, you know, what's the deal there?
0: That's a big part of it for them to transfer their crypto, in this case, their Bitcoin, over to a qualified custodian, right, a reputable custodian. We work with all of the majors and then really being able to have that there. And it's not on our side, right? It's not basically in our wallet. It's in the custodian but that that is necessary because in this case we are essentially advancing the capital for this transaction right we're advancing mm-hmm. all of the dollars right to to be able to make this happen and, and for this individual to buy real estate
1: here's the stupid question just so you guys raised six million dollars mm-hmm. i'm assuming you have other capital reserves like how are you funding these right now where's that coming
0: from we've raised more capital than that it just hasn't been, been publicly announced but then we also have institutional capital relationships we have relationships with banks and sort of deep, deep capital providers. And that's been a lot of the work that we've done as a company over the last couple of years is to really establish ourselves as a really, really good, credible lender that knows what they're doing. And that's shown by these institutional partners wanting to work with us. Okay.
1: What do you say is your guys' bread and butter right now? Is it like million dollar transactions, two million? What are you seeing the most of right now?
0: Through the course of this past year, it's been primarily about a $700,000 loan. We've done loans all the way up to 10 million, but I would say that probably that sweet spot is, is probably in that $600,000 Six hundred thousand to sort of eight hundred thousand dollar range we do do loans from hundred and fifty thousand, but it really depends a lot around the country given sort of the variance of property prices
1: mm, got it and it's is it Bitcoin only right now? that's collateral
0: Right now it's going to be Bitcoin only. We are looking at other digital assets we'll definitely be accepting others over time but I think right now at launch we're really thinking about Bitcoin and it really is coming down to sort of the legal clarity right the framework and really sort of the a sound position to build off of that but we are getting the request for a lot of other digital assets. So we'll be excited to announce when we do that, because I think that we wanna help as many people as possible. Got it.
1: I think it's really smart. I think the 7% or whatever ends up being, you know, given all the volatility, but let's just say right now, you know, interest rates, I mean, people might get, I don't know, 3 4% or so. So you, you basically, how you guys make money is kind of the, the margin there, right? And so did I get that right? Or that's what it is at a high level, right?
0: Well, not necessarily from a margin perspective, but there are sort of different components right around sort of volatility and everything. You know, if you think about where do mortgage rates come from, a Fannie Freddie loan is subsidized by the US government, Mm -hmm. right? So they're the ones that basically are providing the implied guarantees, right? If someone defaults or someone doesn't pay, right, that they make sure that things are going to be upheld and those investors are going to be made whole. When you step out into where we are, right, sort of this innovation around sort of private mortgage market, right, there's a different cost of capital to be able to do that. I will say with where rates have moved, rates have moved almost about a percent in the last 30 days across the country for anyone right for someone who is getting a regular loan or crypto mortgage right or, or any type of loan and right now for a jumbo type loan in the us you're probably going to be in the high threes and many individuals that thought could get a two or three percent mortgage right they're going to be saying probably closer to four and many people are already starting to see even fives so we have seen a pretty big uptick and that'll probably continue through this year got it
1: two questions here kind of related so Who should work with Milo and who shouldn't work with Milo?
0: We'd love everyone to work with us, but but we're also understanding that we want individuals to be able to get the best possible mortgage they can get, right? That they can actually qualify for. So if there's an individual that can go out and has dollars and can actually go out and and get a conventional mortgage, they should definitely do that. I think where we think we can help is for an individual that one likely can't qualify for a conventional mortgage for, for many, many reasons, but primarily around documentation of income. You know, tax returns, and other factors, we can definitely help them. For individuals that really want to keep their crypto and you know, understand the opportunity cost factor, they should definitely work with us because I think we have a good solution for them. Albeit the rate may not be as low as a conventional mortgage. It still is a very good solution because they're not having to sell any crypto or bring any dollars. We can finance up to 100% of the transaction and really they can leverage and create wealth. So those are the individuals I think we can, we can definitely help. And we're happy to have conversations with people and give them the advice, right? I definitely want people to feel really good about the product that they're getting with us.
1: Got it. And so when you guys look at, like a customer sends their, their application in, what else are you looking at aside from the crypto? Is it the typical stuff, credit score, you know, income and all that?
0: We look at those elements, you know, they're part of the application process, but given that now we have, in this case, Bitcoin, right? That's another really good qualifying factor for us that we can get comfortable around the transaction, right? A lot of what we're doing is really innovation around how we underwrite, what do we consider, how do we document things? And that really is one of those things. But we want to look at that. It does give us more data points, but it's not primarily the reason why we would say we're not going to do this loan because of, of those elements. Got it.
1: I just think about this also from an entrepreneur's perspective. I'm in a lot of these chat groups and people are just complaining about the experience with the Chase Bank as an example. It's like, it's impossible to get a mortgage, even though their salaries are low, but they're making a lot of income, right? I see this as a pretty good thing for entrepreneurs
0: too. Yeah, we definitely did that last year. We did a lot of loans for entrepreneurs and founders and, and other individuals that have private company stock. You may not have a very high salary, but we've been creative around the solutions, just like we have been for international consumers, right? Buying real estate, not having tax returns, not having income, not having all of that. We've come up with ways that we can actually lend to them. So this for us is not something new. It's, it's really an extension and saying, let's, let's be creative. Like, let's really be clear about the things that consumers can provide and the things that they're unlikely to never be able to provide and, and really come at it from that approach. Right. Mm, amazing.
1: All right. Your team right now, even though you're in Miami right now, you guys are pretty spread out, Correct.
0: So our team right now is roughly about 40 people. The majority of the team is in South Florida. We do have an office in Columbia as well. It's our team. And then through different regions, we have a couple of individuals. But every person that works for Milo works directly for Milo. We don't work with contractors. They're all of our employees in our team. Joseph, what would your favorite business book be? There's actually two. So one is Liar's Poker. So that was just fascinating to sort of see how how the markets were back then and, and, and really sort of the evolution of capital markets. And then the other one is remnants of a stock operator, which around sort of speculation in the markets in the 30s and sort of how markets developed, really seeing a lot of those traits in different newer markets, right? And seeing sort of that almost 100 years later, right, the element of speculation and taking risk is alive and well. So,
1: Huh. History rhymes, right? How are you personally looking at investing right now, given that, you know, we're kind of repeating the same stuff?
0: I think I'm a little biased, but I like real estate as an asset class. I think where we are in the cycle what I think everybody has realized that there really is inflation out there. I think we've all felt it, but I think now it's official that it's there. I think that we're going to see likely rising home prices. I think that there are many traits around that are being reflected with millennials coming into peak home buying years, a shortage of inventory. Even though rates have ticked up, they're still historically at all-time lows. I think these are all really good levers of why I think real estate as an asset class continues to appreciate huh. in the face of what looks like more, more volatility right, in equity markets and others.
1: So we'll see. I mean, as, as of this recording, this is February 10th of 2022. So I pulled out of buying the home because I'm going to wait and see what happens. We'll see if I'm right or not, if my bet pays off and then uh, we'll come back to this. So Joseph, what would you say your your favorite business tool is?
0: You can do so much with Miro. I mean, it's fantastic.
1: And that's the whiteboarding tool, collaborate,
0: collaborate yeah. tool, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. You can collaborate with your team and then you can share and you can create different workflows and everything. So
1: Amazing. So Joseph, I'm sure a lot of people are going to look into to Milo after this. So what's the best way for people to find you online?
0: I'm on Twitter. We have a, a Discord group as well, reaching out to the team. You know, if there's any sort of immediate needs, you know, we are, we are sort of taking inbound interest around our product, loans at Milo Credit with an S, the loans. That's where we're sort of vetting and trying to trying to get back to people as fast as possible.
1: Amazing. Joseph, thanks for doing this.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Take care.